Hi, this is Pastor Karin Victor. I'm the pastor of Christ Embassy Cape Town, and this is our podcast. I pray this message blesses you and your family and encourages you in your journey with God. Enjoy it. I love you. Tonight we're going to have a beautiful time discussing something very special, and it's called passion. You know, in life you've got your passion, you've got your vision, and you've got a mission. And all those things together are put together for you to accomplish your divine destiny. So we're going to start off by talking about what your passion is. You know, you may have spent some time over these last couple of weeks thinking about destiny, about purpose, about why you're on earth, about what is the purpose of your life, what are you supposed to do with your life. So we're going to start looking at that from tonight. And we are starting off with a beautiful scripture, and that's 2 Corinthians 9. 2 Corinthians 5, from verse 9 to verse 15. It's very important to understand something. God, the only thing that counts to the Lord, the only thing that counts to God is your love for Jesus. That's what matters. When God gave Jesus for you, he gave you his everything because Jesus is his everything. There's nothing God can still owe you or give you or do for you because he's given you Jesus. You've got everything. Hallelujah. Praise God. Isn't that cool? So when God gave you Jesus, he gave you his everything. So now I'd like you to look at that scripture with me. Because if you love Jesus, you've got the Father's heart. Because Jesus is his everything. So my passion is Jesus. Jesus and his gospel. That's my passion. You know, passion is like your alarm bell. What makes you get up in the morning? Some of you have an alarm bell that rings on your phone, and that's why you get up. The alarm went off. Now, passion is, the, is your alarm bell. What makes you do what you do? What makes you get up? What drives you? What inspires you? What excites you? That's the question. Because life is too important to live a dull, dreary, boring life, to live a life that's empty. Life is too valuable to waste on mundane activities. It's too valuable. Why waste a beautiful, powerful, purposeful life? It's not required. So check out the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 9 to 15. Wow, I'm excited about this. So whether we live or die, did you hear that? We make it our life's passion to live our lives pleasing him. So they say in living and dying, make it your passion to please him. For one day we will all be openly revealed before Christ on his throne so that each of us will be duly recompensed for our actions done in life, whether good or worthless. Since we are those who stand in holy awe of the Lord, we make it our passion to persuade others to turn to him. Amen? Did you hear that? We make it our passion to persuade others to turn to him. We know that our lives are transparent before the God who knows us fully, and I hope that we are also well known to your consciences. Again, we are not taking an opportunity to brag, but giving you information that will enable you to be proud of us and to answer those who esteem outward appearances while overlooking what is in the heart. Now listen to this. 
If we are out of our minds in a blissful divine ecstasy, it is for God. But if we are in our right minds, it's for your benefit. For it is Christ's love that fuels our passion and motivates us. Did you hear that? It's Christ's love that fuels our passion and motivates us. Because we are absolutely convinced that he has given his life for all of us. This means all died with him so that those who live should no longer live self-absorbed lives, but lives that are poured out for him, the one who died for us and now lives again. We are compelled by our love, by our passion for the master. What is passion? It is that intense driving or overmastering feeling. It's a conviction. It's a strong affection. It is a driving love. It's Intense emotion, it's enthusiasm. That's what passion is. It's, your, it's that ache in your heart to get this thing done. It's that fire in your belly. It's that fervency. You know, the art of leadership stands on three legs. Passion, vision, and mission. That's what is required. Passion is the fire in your belly. Passion is the driving force. That inherent intensity that makes you get up in the morning, that propels you to action, that gets you to do what you're supposed to be doing. Vision is your long-term goal. It's that thing that you want to see accomplished before you check out of here. And what is your mission? It's the steps you take to accomplish that vision, that long-term goal. So simply put, passion is what makes you exist. Vision is what you want to do with your existence. And mission is how, about, how you will go about it. Glory to God. So my passion is Jesus. My passion is spreading the gospel. Why? Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the answer. There is salvation in no other name except the name of Jesus. Who else? Tell me, who else died, got buried, and rose again and did it for someone else? He didn't get crucified for his own sins. He didn't die for a friendly neighbor that he liked very much. No, he died for a sinful world. He gave his life. Who else, which religious leader that you know, gave up his life? He died, he was buried, and he rose again. Just tell me anyone. There isn't one. None of them gave their life for you. So why would you live for them? There's no reason. Jesus gave his life. Now, our passion is Jesus. My passion is Jesus and the spreading of his gospel. Look at Romans 1, verse 16 and 17. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ, for it is God's power working unto salvation, for deliverance from eternal death to everyone who believes with a personal trust and confident surrender and firm reliance to the Jews first and also to the Greek. For in the gospel, a righteousness which God ascribes is revealed, both springing from faith and leading to faith, disclosed through the way of faith that arouses to more faith. As it is written, the man who through faith is just and upright shall live and live by faith. The gospel is the power of God. It is the power of God to save. It's the power of God for man's salvation. The gospel is not a tool of condemnation. It's not a tool of judgment. The gospel is the good news of everything God has done for man through, by, and in Jesus Christ. The gospel is not turn or burn. It is not 
fry in hell. That's not the gospel. The gospel is all about the goodness of God that leads man to repentance. You know, you can talk about what the news is saying. You can have argument upon argument about theology. You can argue about Moses and whether he had one walking stick or two. You can argue about the giants and the midgets. None of it will save you. There is not salvation in theory and in theology. Salvation is not somewhere between Jeremiah, Isaiah, and whoever, Enoch. It's not there. Salvation is in Jesus Christ. There is no, there is salvation only in the gospel. The gospel produces faith in your heart, which enables you to respond to God and be born again. Salvation comes by hearing the good news. Don't argue with people about getting them born again. You're wasting your time. No argument will produce salvation. What is your job? Share the gospel. What is God's job? To ensure that faith arises in their heart because you did what he said. He said faith comes by hearing the gospel. So your job is to share the gospel and the rest is up to God. Don't get into senseless arguments. It doesn't help you. It doesn't produce life and it most definitely will not produce salvation for them. Hallelujah. So, passion begets passion. I'm passionate about Jesus. How do I feel my passion? By talking about him, by talking about the gospel, by sharing the good news, by hanging out with people who also care about what I care about, which is Jesus. Amen? So passion must be fueled. How? The more I talk about Jesus, the more I fuel my passion. The Bible says in Romans 1.17 that this gospel is a gospel of righteousness. That means that the, it's a gospel of God's righteousness. God accepted responsibility for man, for man's failure, for man's errors. It shows the rightness of God, the judgments of God being so pure and so true and so glorious that he accepted responsibility for the, You know, some men say, I was made this way. God knows he made me this way, so God's got to deal with me. God dealt with you by making provision for your salvation. He accepted responsibility for your flaws and failures and enabled you to become a new creation, divinely born again of God, born of the word by the spirit. So don't say God's got to deal with you the way you are. God took responsibility. He sorted you out by enabling you to get born again so that you don't have to struggle with your flaws and your features that are not the way you want them. No, salvation is yours in Christ. Being a new creation is completely possible. It just takes one prayer. One prayer only. And you've got it made for life. You know, you can work in the prison and talk to a murderer. And within three minutes, a murderer can become a son of God. How? By praying a prayer of salvation after hearing about the gospel, the good news. You don't have to fast and pray 40 days to receive salvation. You don't have to fast and cry and weep and cut yourself and cut your hair and do whatever else you want to do. It's not necessary. Jesus did it all. The master did it all. Salvation is available to every Jew, every Hindu, every Buddhist, every Muslim, every atheist. From whichever nation you are watching, you may be in India, you may be in Pakistan, you may be in China, you may be in Korea, north or south. You may be in Japan, in Egypt, in Dubai, you may be in Oman, 
I don't care where you're watching from. I care about you. I care that you were bought with a price. Jesus paid for you. And I want you to receive salvation tonight. I want you to receive Jesus tonight. So I'm going to ask right now, if you're not born again, that you pray this prayer of salvation with me. Say with me, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Your word says, whoever calls on your name shall be saved. I ask Jesus to come into my heart, to be the Lord of my life. I receive eternal life into my spirit, into my soul, into my body. From today, I am born again. I'm a child of God because I believe Jesus died. God raised him from the grave and he is alive right now. Thank you, Jesus. You're my Lord from today. Amen. Congratulations. If you prayed that prayer, you are now a born again child of God. You now have a divine destiny starting operation today. Your human destiny has been canceled and you start walking in divine destiny from today. Now, we'll be back with Daily Church tomorrow and we'll continue talking about passion, mission and vision. So don't forget to tune in tomorrow at 7.30. Thank you for joining us. And a special thank you to those that have been partnering with us in the work that we do. If you'd like to give now, please go to cect.co.za forward slash give. If you enjoyed this message, subscribe and share it with someone else. I'll see you next time. I love you. God bless you.